Hi, this is Russ Benson. I am a Liverpool supporter, and you're listening to Drunkard United Football Show. You all need Jesus. Not fucking wrong. Not fucking wrong at all. The atheist is looking at both of you going, y'all need Jesus. Y'all need fucking Jesus. You need just a little bit of calming mechanism in your system there, Mr. Graham. Good Lord. Yeah, I'm over it, man. Should be a good day, man. We're starting the top 20 list. Yeah, that is fun, though. You know, be be happy about about it. Be happy. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Snow the Lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, the man who almost ruined the fucking bit we do every year, Mr. Samuel Graham. How we doing, buddy? We just want to push it to next week. <laughs> Big deal. I just wanted to push that button one more time. Fuck you, man. Just one more time. Ruin the bit. Like, if we didn't start it today, it was over. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Yeah, it would be ruined forever. Good. I'd go get I, 700 of my hard-earned American dollars back. Abby would say, then what's the, what's the point? What's the point, Gigi? <laughs> exactly. What? What's the point of making a very loud yelling statement if the mute button's on? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, streaming live every single Monday night. Eventually. How how his kid decides to go to sleep or not depends on how that works out. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just lobbing at both of you. Should you want to chat with us, there are as many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. At Hiram6969. That's, <laughs> that's where you can find you us. You tag it in, young hot freshness. <laughs> At Alan Giannis. At uh, who else fills in? <laughs> Rob does. <laughs> oh, yeah. At Gunner Tech. I yeah, think is go. his handle. <laughs> Good. Oh, uh, fucking hell. All right. Um, it's at DU Football Show on all the social medias. I forgot what you asked me there for a second. Uh, and do you football show at gmail.com to get in touch by email. Very good. Very good. See, aren't we? We're, we're calmer now, right? No, we're breathing. Not at all. We're centered. No. You, know what, you know what's about to make us this, be centered? This whiskey's hitting a little too tight. Sam and myself both work in the mind and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we've had to have a drink in our hand throughout this show. And every single show, Mr. Graham, the list has been obtained, and we are ready to begin. Let us start with our first entry from Whiskey Advocates, Top 20 Whiskeys of 2023. Here we go. Uh, number 20 from Whiskey Advocates list is the Ezra Brooks 99. This is a 49.5% straight rye whiskey. Should cost you around 25 to 30 bucks. The panel rating was a 92. This rye from Ezra uh, Ezra Brooks punches well above its attractive price point of $25. (laughs) On the nose, this whiskey is rich and spiced, supported by a pleasant earthiness of leafy greens and menthol. Warming vanilla and toasted grains envelop prickly black pepper, 
sharp cinnamon, and flinty graphite aromas. You ever had flinty graphite? That's exactly what I got yeah. off of it. With each sip, layers of lemon, orange, honey, and raspberry iced tea unfold atop the whiskey's dry, peppery base, creating excellent balance. The finish introduces dark chocolate and sea salt, malt, uh, milk chocolate, and lemon ice alongside one last kick of big peppery spice. And that blurb came to you from Whiskey Advocate's tasting panel, uh, gentlemen, Shane English. Very good. Um, it's very fucking good. It hits exactly the boxes oh, yeah. you want from a rye whiskey. And <clears throat> at 25 bucks, fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, besides the flinty graphite, whatever that is, mm -hmm. uh, everything else I do actually get from it. Mint, citrus, pepper, it's all delicious. Day. Yeah, I, I like a little bit of a chocolatey finish there as well. It's very get, good. I can get in trouble with that fucking rye whiskey. Oh, yeah. I mean, we might have to find another bottle of it because we might kill this tonight. <laughs> it's really It's really easy good. to drink, and um, I'm in a really bad way. Yeah, it and when is. When I'm in a bad way, I like to punish my liver. Yeah. Well, you did that <laughs> last night, too. Always uh -huh. remember to drink responsibly, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great that's a great endorsement. I like to damage my <laughs> liver. Remember to drink responsibly. Don't be like me. Uh, cheers, my good man. Uh, yes, cheers. Also, um... Uh, in an ode to uh, soundcheck briefly, if everybody could donate an extra dollar on the Patreon so I could tip the mail person for having this in, having the Whiskey Advocate brought to us the day of, <laughs> the day of starting the list. I give you exhibit A, the giant fucking crease. <laughs> I'd like to tip her $16 for making sure this was in our, uh, this, here for the start. Just in here ready to go. <laughs> Uh, by the way, she news, didn't forget it. Newsflash, everybody! That was the cheapest whiskey on the list. It gets a little bit more. It got pricey this year. Yeah, fuck, not me, easy. So that's uh, patreon.com forward slash d football show to uh, help tip Sam's mail person. Yeah, well, I also just helps pay for the fucking whiskey. Um, all right, uh, we open with a match that wasn't finished and a very scary storyline that has happened more times than we honestly care to report. Luton and Bournemouth. Yeah, more than once to the same player oh. um, uh, at that. Uh, the game was abandoned around the 65th minute following the collapse of defender and captain Tom Lockyer uh, in the center circle. As of right now, the talk is that the match will be replayed in full, mm -hmm. uh, but it is at the moment not a final decision, which is why our fantasy league, all the everything hasn't been finalized and nobody's officially won or done anything yet. They will determine that, I, I'm assuming, in the next few days. This has happened before with the same player, as I alluded to, uh, in the playoff final in May. He collapsed as well. This also happened in the last uh, Europa to one Christian Eriksson. In the, Euro in the European Championships, yeah. Um, the thoughts, prayers, good vibes, and uh, best of luck from us here at the DU Football Show. Obviously, by all accounts, he is stable and responsive. Um, they are awaiting results of other tests, and uh, hopefully he's on the road to a full recovery again. I think maybe maybe take up a punditry position yeah i might it might, might sadly yeah. enough might be if this is now the second time this has happened it might not be a good thing to continue on playing um, in my opinion but you know uh of course well done to the members of the medical staff and the trainers uh for attending to his cardiac arrest um in such a timely manner and saving his life for a second time and if you want to say anything about vaccines do us all a favor and go fucking play in traffic right now Jesus. 
Is, it's is already it, happening. Is it already starting? It's already starting. Brilliant. So just go fucking play in traffic. It, it was starting before they called the match. It's how bad it is. <clears throat> like every single time this happens in sports since since that and fucking people start saying that shit. And seriously, just go play tag with a fucking 18 wheeler. <laughs> just I mean, please. That, that's what happens when your Microsoft microchip goes haywire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sattery, sattery, sattery. Um, all eyes are on the top Fuck of the league idiots. where it's anyone's to win and the top of the table changes week to week. Manchester City 2, Crystal Palace 2, Arsenal 2, Brighton 0, Aston Villa 2, Brentford 1, Liverpool 0, Manchester United 0. City seems to be cruising right along and then find a way to drop two points at the fucking death. Yeah, and they also were the only game I missed on my bet. Mm -hmm. So there's a uh, betting house in England uh, called Betfair, I think it is, or Betway, one of the two. I think it might be Betfair. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a feature that is exclusive to them that is called their Match Odd 90 market. Mm -hmm. And if you bet, whatever you bet, if it's hitting at 90 minutes, you get paid. You get paid in full. Right. Right now, the odds aren't as good, obviously, because you have this safety net. But anything that is done um, by stoppage time drama, any bet that's undone, mm -hmm. you still get paid in full. Oh, as yeah. long as it happens at stoppage time. So if you had City to win in this game and you bet with that house on that particular market, you would have gotten paid anyway. Right. And I heard it was something ridiculous, like thirty-five thousand people. Wow, still got paid out, even though Palace ended up tying. Then, but your bet isn't dead, right? So if you had the draw, you still got paid. Wow, really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So if the stoppage time helps you, you're in. You're still good. Mm -hmm. But if stoppage time hurts you, you still get paid on the 90 minutes as long as that result was <sighs> happened at 90 minutes. The odds minutes. have got, they have to reduce odds on that. Of course, absolutely <clears throat> they do. But anyway, City dominated the game, but Palace were like a rash that wouldn't go away. They kept trying, and, and they seemed to, over the last you know three or five years, as much as a team can, seem to be a bit of a bogey team for City at the City ground. Oh, absolutely. Uh, not they, the City they, ground, but at the Etihad, rather. Yeah, they mess with their, they do mess with their world. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it, it was... You know, a smash and grab, really. Um, Mateta's goal especially. I mean, he just threw himself and was like, everything is going into the net. <laughs> mm. I am Thor. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Three times I've had the juice. M motherfuckers are already putting <laughs> up <laughs> damn memes of us as the show goes on. This is like, this. this is, we, <laughs> four inappropriate memes... Mm -hmm. We are the anti-vaxxer crowd. Yeah. It's and, how fast it starts, Mel. And, and, then, <laughs> and then it's always your cartoon face, but my real face. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that weird, too? Why know. is that? It's That's how it always is. I don't know, but what was weird today was me walking around the mall wearing my uh, DU football show swag with my husband. Which you could get at the DU Drip Shack. I could just <laughs> so uh, check I'm the link tree on all our social media. Wearing, uh, great uh, gift a shirt for Christmas, doesn't it? With great his gift. face on the back. <clears throat> Walking around the mall. Nice. Your face too, Graham. Your face too. Just to make sure everybody knew you're 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 right up there with us, stud. We still love you, even though you forget things. From Stop. Time to time. <laughs> I'm not fucking. I'm uh, never gonna laugh at that. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh at it constantly because you won't. Um, for all the things we said about how kind of initially with Holland, everybody was worried about how they were gonna play because they've never had that sort of a tip to the spear. Mm -hmm. 
it seems, and Rod Rodri was really the only linchpin mm -hmm. that made the whole thing tick. And then De Bruyne for a while was the only linchpin that made things tick. But now, it seems without Holland, City have only won once in their last six league uh, league games. Mm -hmm. Been losses, draws, and and only the one win. Yep. So um, now it seems like they can't play without Holland. And here's the key thing. Um, and, and I think I say it later on in this segment, but I'll go ahead and say it now. Let's be honest. They drop points. That is what Arsenal, Liverpool, and Villa recognize. Oh, yeah. They don't even really recognize what each of them are doing around each other. Because in the case of Liverpool and Arsenal. They play each other next week. So who fucking you go out and beat the other one, right? Yep. But I guarantee you, you all are going, what City do? What, 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 where where uh -huh. are they at? Oh, they dropped two more points? Well, because the other, the other piece to that, too, is they are usually, and, and traditionally under Pep, but minus probably his first season, ridiculous in the second half of the year. So you need to buffer yourself. We had, what was it, an eight-point lead last year, mm -hmm. five-point lead last year? And three results gone six weeks apart. Yeah, it was like one bad result. Two weeks later, another bad result. Three weeks later, another bad result. We're out of the titles gone. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean, that's how fast it turns around. <clears throat> so building up that cushion now is huge. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking massive. Yeah. And we, we, you know, every all of us will need it. Because <laughs> Liverpool, the other point in, in them specifically in comparison to us and Villa especially is Liverpool are just kind of inching over the line in some of these. They're not playing very convincingly. Us and Villa are playing much better football. Right. Our performances are much, much better. So the, you know, we're both of us are kind of looking at Liverpool going, they're there for the taking. Well, and also at home, Villa's playing better than all of you. Um, I mean, they're just I heard this. I heard this stat the other day. In this calendar year, that was their 25th win mm -hmm. uh, in all competition. Uh, not all competition, in the league. Mm -hmm. 25th win in the league since the start of the year, beating Brentford. The most in a calendar year in the entire club's fucking history. Mm -hmm. A storied old club, an original founding member of the football league. They have never won 25 games in a calendar year before, mm -hmm. and we still have two more games to play this calendar year. Yeah, insane. So they could absolutely smash that out of the water. Mm -hmm. It's huge. Um, here's a question for you. And that's with you. eight weeks in the summer of not doing fuck all. Have, have City lost the ability to close on matches? Because this is happening a lot with them. Well, I think this is a bit unfortunate. Obviously, <laughs> a, a lot of teams will have that bit of adrenaline that that foray you know right before the end of the match and i don't, I don't think phil foden knew too much of what he was doing mm -hmm. there it's definitely a penalty don't oh, get me God. wrong but i but i don't think he even saw him coming is what i'm saying i don't even think he <clears throat> saw mateta you know stealing in there and so he's he's looking at that ball to try to turn and clear it he misses the ball it was you know unfortunate and he fucking whacked elise or um uh, uh, uh Mateta yeah. like straight across his midriff. <laughs> uh here's here's one for But you. I don't think he knew much about it is my point. As you were watching them go like they went to VAR and they went to VAR were you thinking in the back of your mind they're trying to figure out how to how to give it yeah how to not call a penalty yeah. they're trying to find something yeah. that happened so they could say this is not a penalty absolutely they do not want this to be a penalty absolutely <laughs> they need to give him as many points as they can before they dock him 50 
No, remember, they didn't admit to anything. And uh, and besides, the league has their uh, right to uh, change it however they see fit. Oh, yeah, you'll be crime. dead and I'll be full gray doing yeah. the show with Hiram uh, <laughs> when City finally get deducted points for all the shit that's happening the, now. Exactly. <laughs> uh, moving on to Gunners. You know what? That was a nice convincing win considering that's a team that typically gives you all fits. Well, it was surprising domination from us, really. I think they only had one shot on target. <laughs> maybe six shots overall but nothing ever really threatened uh except that david raya almost presented uh dropped the ball and presented it to somebody mm -hmm. uh but besides that brighton never really got out their own half yeah despite having apparently 50.5 percent of the ball <laughs> which i don't think is accurate i think somebody <laughs> fell asleep and didn't properly uh, uh they could have been just doing a lot of passing between midfield and defense to try to keep you off the but ball. they weren't it felt like we had everything yeah it felt like we had everything it's a a, a very misleading stat that they had that much of the ball but w we were excellent declan rice was absolutely immense in this game Saka had a great game jesus had a great game uh martinelli had a great game uh providing that outlet as as he always does a, a willing and able runner in any anytime you ask him to do so mm -hmm. uh and our two forward uh forward facing brazilians martinelli and jesus made lewis dunk look absolutely ridiculous twice mm -hmm. and it was fantastic yeah. to see the dumb look on his face and being nutmegged in front of sixty thousand people and seeing the frustration come out from him at when martinelli did it to him and you could see him like clap his hands as he was turning to run back and chase him mm -hmm. which that's a futile cause as well mm -hmm. especially when you're lewis dunk was just amazing to see and then jesus holding him off and doing a little uh step back and and flick ball comes between them lewis dunk continues to move forward and jesus is already three steps past yeah absolutely fantastic <laughs> and he was like where's the ball at the ball. like he didn't oh, know what well, was behind yeah. me behind me it's, it's already gone <laughs> it was a glimpse back to when the first brazilian uh brazilian stepped foot on english shores and, you know, a player like Vinnie Jones, who's just known for cracking the shit out of people, uh, you know, meets the, you know, kind of Ronaldinho, you know, right skill set. And it's just like, dude, running circles around you, man. I don't know what the fuck to <laughs> do. It's fucking brilliant. He's even too fast for me to grab. It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, um, Archie, when we used to play outdoor to get uh, against yeah. each other. Uh, there were multiple times he got by me and was scoring a goal that I legitimately just tried to grab his ankle and pull him to the ground. <laughs> mm -hmm. And still couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, it, all eyes are now on Anfield. It's the, Absolutely, it's the top. It's for the top spot. Uh -huh. It's now, you know, Arsenal going to Anfield. And you can't help but think that this time last year when that game happened, well, it wasn't this calendar time, but when... You guys went to Anfield. You were up two nothing. You ended up drawing two two. You felt like that was when the title changed almost. Well, what ha what what's going on here is this season we've had that experience. Ninety percent of the players that are on the field right now have had that experience. Yeah, right. There's a couple that we've brought in that have not. Um, Trissard came in obviously in January. Mm -hmm. Rice. But I don't know that he would have had that. I'm sure he had that much invested. I'm not trying to say he doesn't care. But, like, he wasn't there for most of the right season. Right. He it wasn't riding that wave with us at the beginning kind of thing. Um, so when that happens, it's almost like, oh, oh, you know, like, am I really a part of the group yet or whatever, you know, right. kind of thing. Right. Um, 
I, I think he absolutely does give a shit. I'm not trying to say he doesn't. That's not what I mean by that at all. But you have Declan Rice now. And, I mean, that Partey's very good. Don't mm-hmm. get, you know, don't get me wrong. But the way Declan Rice put himself about and the amount of balls he won from the edge of the center circle forward in that game against Brighton, that is going to be absolutely massive, especially when we come on to Liverpool and how sloppy they were against United. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be some res- re- reserve in the team, um, some steel reserve in the team because of what happened last year in Anfield. Mm-hmm. And the way Liverpool are currently playing over the last three, four weeks, I really do think we have an opportunity here because we're still playing good football, right? When When we lost to Villa, we said it on last week's show, this was totally different to City and not as deflating as City's would have been. Mm-hmm. Villa dominated City. Right. City had two shots on target and didn't have a sniff. Yes, the play was a little sloppy on both sides, really. Right. But Arsenal played very well in that game and on mm-hmm. another day right. would have won the game. It, you know, that was one of those coin flips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we're smelling blood in the water here. And if Villa were playing Liverpool this weekend, I'd say the same thing. I would tend to agree. I would tend to agree. You know, I think the only because thing, but the both only of those thing... two teams are they they are the form teams despite the fuck the results. I'm talking about the eye test. Mm-hmm. Villa and Arsenal are unequivocally the form teams in that top four or six. I was going to say there's somebody that's just last won their last four with shutouts in all four of them. I'm just saying in the, in that bracket of <laughs> yes, I of knew course. you were going to bring up some dumb shit. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring up some dumb shit. You know, balance your checkbook, motherfucker. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> the um, in that in that top six, Arsenal and Villa are by far the form teams. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think both of them, regardless of who was playing <laughs> Liverpool this weekend, would, um, would absolutely fucking just see it as a as a chance, as an opportunity to to stamp their authority on this title challenge. So, despite their form, you have to say, looking at that Villa and Brentford match, Brentford played a nearly perfect match until the Ben Me red card. Yeah, they did. They really did. They played a perfect match. They did what, what is it we keep saying about Villa you need to do is you have to slow them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did that. Brentford completely slowed him down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There was no, all Villa was doing was passing the ball around the box and then passing it back to the defenders and then passing it around the box again, occasionally putting in a cross, which they easily took care of. And it seemed to be going perfect. Well, Moreno had two or three chances he should have put mm-hmm. away, honestly. <laughs> Um, that he especially early on was yeah. either blocked or he yeah. just wide or whatever like, or st- yeah. straight at the goalkeeper. One of them was very very tame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that jinking run that he had kind of you know past five or six Brentford players. Uh, the when the the shot came, it was just kind of dribbled to to right. uh, what's his name mm-hmm. Fecklin Fecklin Flecken Yep whatever it is that Flecken name. Fle- <laughs> well done. Um, but also that Ben Me red card don't. You know, and that's that's not been me. Yeah, that, it was so yeah. weird to see him do that. First red card since um in like his first year in the league in like with Burnley. S- yeah, like nine years or something, yeah. or seven, yeah. years, eight years. But, like. but that is he. He came in. The foot came high. The spikes were in the he shin. Was all, uh, he l- properly lunged. Yeah, I mean, it's, if Leon Bailey's leg was planted, that's mm-hmm. a leg breaker. Mm-hmm. It's that's it's, potentially a leg breaker. Yeah, that's it getting was terrible. We, we already know. 
if you see the vision of a spike on a shin in that slow motion or freeze frame from done. VAR. Either way. It's happening. It's in, a red card. It's going to get called. In real time, that's a red card. <clears throat> oh, yeah. In a real time replay. Because, I mean, if you look at him, his knee, the way his leg is bent underneath him, uh-huh. his knee was still almost a foot off the ground. Yeah. When he first initiated that challenge. Yeah. There was no fucking way he was making contact with that ball. No. And if he was, he would have taken out uh, uh, Leon Bailey's ankle. Yeah, absolutely. It was horrific, that challenge. Mm. He's lucky Leon Bailey's leg mm. wasn't planted, and he's lucky he caught him a little to the side of the leg because he could have seriously, he could have maimed him. Uh, Honestly, yeah. could have maimed him. And Mourinho uh, makes good, gets the uh, header to Gets equalize. that header. I mean, all he needs is the easiest fucking chance and to part, <laughs> part the Brentford defense like the Red Sea. Um, the goalkeeper didn't even realize the back post existed at that yeah. point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he just completely wide rooted open. Rooted to the spot. Uh, that was. That They're was like, a- oh, that fucker. He's been missing this whole match. Actually, He's quite not- pathetic. Yeah. And to bring everything full circle mm-hmm. at the end of the game, obviously, Ali Watkins uh, uh, had that goal. It's great. I think it was Kamara that actually mm-hmm. flicked mm-hmm. it on. It was. Um, good Gorgeous reaction. Flick on. Good reaction header uh, from that flick. Um, obviously, he celebrates to an extent. Uh, against his former team, which he obviously said he didn't plan to. He apologized to Thomas Frank afterwards. Yeah, you saw that on the and camera. And then he came out in the media uh, and said, you know, there was one motherfucker that was one. giving me. And when it happened, it was out of character for Ollie, and he stood there, like, shoulders wide, feet planted, pointed, yep. and just stared down. And then you could see the camera pan out, and this white boy with a hoodie just... Like yeah. stone faced nodding. Yeah. When McGinn came over, I'm like, okay, whatever's happening. When McGinn comes over and he's like, yeah, he's also pointing at that one kid, and so were all the other. Like, mm. it was like, all right, that's that's something direct. This and, is not normal. Well, and it, I don't know who the Villa player, not Villa, sorry, <clears throat> the Brentford player was that came over that took exception of what they mm-hmm. were doing, but got involved and God. started the melee. I'm not sure that he was aware of what was happening. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What are you doing? Like, just fuck off. Um, and we'll we'll come. I have a thing that, that I want to tribalism. You're fucking with one of ours. So There's I something fuck I want to talk about in a second. But with um, Frank in the uh, in the post game, he had talked. Obviously, you saw Watkins and him talk. And in the post presser, the reporter goes to Thomas Frank's like, um, so he was uh, taunting the fans and your your the fans or your players said something, and and immediately Frank's was like, no, report it correctly. Mm-hmm. It was a supporter. My players did not do anything. Right. Report it correctly. Ask the question. She's like, well, I'm just, he's like, ask the question correctly. Like, yeah. I mean, he was very direct. He, he yeah. went real German on her real quick. He's all just like, I think, but yeah. yeah. Just like, no. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> like, you, see, stop I it. Now, obviously, you know, we've got. There's lots of footage on the History Channel of mm-hmm. angry Germans. But, <laughs> no shit. Uh, but, and people with that sort of accent. Right. However, <laughs> when they're just speaking and not yelling, mm-hmm. every single time it sounds sexual. <laughs> Does it not? <laughs> just, that is your own thing. It's that's your everyone. own little. Everyone. That's your own little kink there, stud. <laughs> it's not a kink. I'm, I'm much. Prefer a Hold different on accent. Here. Than on that. Here. How how was it we were doing in, uh, on the mic? 
Degrade me, daddy. <laughs> no. Yeah. Is, is that what was working for you? Is that what you want? <laughs> just, yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. All right. You just ask the question correctly. Yeah. Now we have to go ahead and talk about, about this fucking chicanery. Um, everybody, would it surprise you to know that Neil Mopay, also known as Neil Lespay, might be a bit of a shithouser? Well, here. <laughs> so this is from my side of it and then I, I'm interested to hear Mel's oh, side Oh, Mel's it. got thoughts. We're going to let her This go. is the full circle moment for Emmy because you'll remember Mel's about She's got it also. Same she's thing. Yeah. Got it all. So, all right, then go ahead. I'll leave, I'll leave it to you since he's your player now. Well, thank you. And it's, it's great how you phrase that because that is actually part of the whole full circle thing it's not the butterfly six, effect it's not yep. six degrees of kevin bacon it's no, six it's, degrees no, of it's, Neil Mopay. it's one degree of dick face <laughs> yeah it's, Neil it's, all, it's all dick face and so <laughs> when Mopay hurt leno leno from not, arsenal from arsenal in the goal that caused emmy to come up as the arsenal goalie mm -hmm. and then when they put him back on the bench that caused them to send him to Arsenal, I mean, to Villa. Villa. Mm -hmm. And at Villa, he excelled. That got him called up to the Argentinian national team. Mm -hmm. Then he had the great showing at Copa. Mm -hmm. And then. When they won the Copa Libertadores. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or Copa America, rather. Yeah. Libertadores. Fast the club forward tournament. to one year ago today, as we're recording this. He fucked the World Cup gold glove. <laughs> no, no. This was the night where he saved. <clears throat> The when um, what's was coming down and it was going to be the game winner and he just somehow fucking saved it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last seconds and then it goes to penalties. <laughs> that is how he Mope won the World Cup for Messi. And Mope is also Argentinian. Could have played for Argentina. He's also French. Not good enough to play for either country. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, but you know who is good enough to play for the French team and is also French? Uh-huh. Kamara. Uh -huh. You know what else happened to another sliding doors moment that could have stopped all this, and I will argue that it was not just his performances as Villa, by the way. Okay. That got him a call to Argentina. That year, remember, we won the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And beat City along the way. To the final against uh, Frank Lampard's Chelsea, all because Neil Mope hurt. All because guy. Neil Mope hurt Bird Leno. Yeah, and that's where Martinez made a name for himself uh -huh. after being the backup at Arsenal for a decade. Mm -hmm. Then he goes there, and th so that today was the final, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Of the World Cup, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it also is the day that he fucked the Golden Glove because <laughs> he was given it. Oh, was that that night? <laughs> yeah, they give it to him during the trophy thing. I could remember so, yeah. it was that night. <laughs> uh, and then about three days from now is the first appearance of the Mbappe baby doll. Oh my god! In Argentina, as he yep. went on a fucking bender. That's incredible. Uh, <laughs> uh, then um, also, what could have curtailed the entire thing and this moment from not happening uh -huh. is you'll remember. Matteo Guendouzi was sent off in that game. No mm -hmm. longer plays for Arsenal. Right. Uh, last I remember was at Marseille or somewhere, or Long or somebody in France. Also no longer plays for the French national team. He had his hands around Mopé's throat after he hurt Bird Leno, mm -hmm. and he could have ended this whole thing. 
It's like a fucking Marvel Universe thing here. Uh, Kamara put his hands around somebody's throat that, but that day. Was an he accident. got a red card. Um, yeah, because he tried to put him in his mouth first. Uh, you know how like he was gonna choke fuck him. Do you know how Mope likes to stop uh, stamp on people to put it in English terms? Mm-hmm. 2018, he stamped on John McGinn. It had to be lower than the bum. Yeah. Because if he stamped on his bum, yeah, he would like have been right, sent into orbit. Right spikes right on the thigh. <laughs> would have been like one of those big, huge tube things that the people slide off of the uh, the big slide. The blob. Come back the, or whatever it's called. The yeah, in, the, in the lake That's at exactly summer camp. Yeah, yeah, the blob or whatever yeah, they call exactly it. Exactly what yeah. it would be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, what we're ultimately getting at is Mopay just decides to, uh, as the ball's going out of bounds, just run directly into Emmy for no good reason. Because, well, again, he's a fucking shithouser. That's so, what he well, does. But they're, they're both king shithouses. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Because right. it gets followed up by well, exactly what Jamie Emmy Va- does. Be honest, because Jamie Vardy's not in the Premier League this season. Right. They're, they have taken over the mantle of king shithouses. Right. Both of them do it I will constantly. Say, only one of them now has rules to prevent them from shit housing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> now, so Mope brushed Emmy Brush. in the box. Oh, he ran he right up. Shoulder he shouldered him. He shouldered him. He ran right into shoulder him. checked him. Yeah, I think we need to take off now, the old marriage n- glasses here. But also, but also, Emmy, Emmy goes flopping to the ground like a right. dead fish. Right. Also, Neil is five foot nothing, and Emmy is six foot fucking four, and he just yeah. So yes, you're right. He did flop to the ground, but Mopay went in with with force. No, he, he threw didn't. his shoulder into him purposely. But as you said, yeah. Neil Mopay's five foot nothing, and Emmy's six right. four, and, and should be able to flick him in the forehead and send him into Rosette. <clears throat> Instead, he chooses to fall over and stare at the referee. With his arms up, Which, and actually Superman mm-hmm. kept his stomach on the ground, and yeah. all fours were yeah, yeah. off in the ground. The yep. Well, he needed to stretch then, while he was down there. He walks past on a free kick after Mope fouled somebody. Ball sitting on the ground, and as he walks past, Mope just stands his ground, mm-hmm. and Emmy gives him the slightest of elbows too. One yeah. of the worst elbows I've ever seen in league football. And actually. of course, what did what did Les Pay do? <laughs> Flop right to the, ground. to the ground, as Martinez did, and all neither Marti- of which. Should have required either one of them to go on the ground is right. the point. Well, the funny part, too, is is also, Nate, he's on the ground. You're winning two to one. And then Emmy it's goes wasting, up. It's wasting the clock. Let him waste the clock. Yeah. Let him lay down as Instead, long as he likes. he goes up. He, he does the classic stupid thing of standing very close to him and then bending over and yelling <clears throat> down at him. And then grabbing his shirt and, and trying to pull him up. And grabs his shirt and tries to pick him up. Mope throws his arms up like this Suddenly. so it ends up almost undressing him mm-hmm. and then all I could see was John McGinn pu- like showing his man thong ready <laughs> to fucking get involved in the action let's Mo-Pay do it Mopay <laughs> acts like a protester getting pinched go limp yeah go limp yeah <laughs> it, was stu- it was the whole thing was fucking stupid and then my th- favorite three part. Brentford players run over you you missed the best part about that entire thing was how half-hearted those three idiots that walked over to defend no, their friend no, was no the best part pitiful. about the entire thing kamara <laughs> comes over stands over mope whose head is still like his shirt is still over it his is, head yeah. and fixes it pulls <laughs> it down, down his shirt. straightens it up and then puts his hands down going can i help you up <laughs> nice <laughs> And, and then French. gets a red card en for choking français. somebody. <laughs> en, all that en français. <laughs> yeah. um, I, 
I think we've said what we needed to say. Um, the Northwest Derby was a dog shit match. Oh, it was it was absolutely. It pitiful. was an absolute dog shit match. It was absolutely pitiful. You know how you get in that zone sometimes mentally, where like it's just not happening for me today. Mm-hmm. That's what Liverpool had. The longer yeah. they went without scoring, the worse everything got. And the best single chance of the game actually fell to United. Mm-hmm. And they're just too dog shit to, to put it away. <laughs> a great outcome for United, but can it really be called a performance? No. No. It was, it was, no. It was horrible. Put 11 I, behind the ball and just said, we dare you. And and Liverpool obliged them by not actually attacking the goal. So <laughs> like, yeah. it was like, uh, it was almost like the Liverpool team went, Oh, you're going to put 11 behind the ball? Well, Klopp always says we get fucked when 11 are behind the ball, so fuck it. We're just not even going to bother playing. But that's not even entirely true. They had 36 shots. <laughs> Nothing but I think convincing. They only, I think they only had eight on target, but they Nothing were terrible. Convincing. No, it was horrible. Onana made one good save. Yeah, and and that one was one of the ones that it was just above his head, and he likes to do his normal Onana What's his bit. What's his name? Onana, yeah. yeah. His normal Onana bit, which is hit like this, but then also make sure I throw my legs up in the air to make it look sure I got five Oh, he did the, the fucking Elgato highlight reel <laughs> save. Yep. Yeah, every oh, time. Yeah. It, the, the, it was, this was the worst game of football this season. It was just a dog it shit was game. Absolutely fucking pitiful. And we watched <laughs> Luton Sheffield United at one point this season, mm-hmm. and this was the worst football match that I've seen all year. Here's, you know what the talking point of this game is? Really? It's the fucking red card at the end. Well, yeah, the double and then, yellow. So this, I I thought a lot about this. I liked to, this. This reminded me a lot of Rob. Oh God, yes. Rob Rob posted in our closed group was like, it's like that's dog shit double yellow. I'm like uh, bringing back flashback stud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Rob, <laughs> traditionally, I do dumb shit. My second yellow, my my first yellows were usually for dissent. My second yellows were me getting fed up and pounding on somebody. Right. Rob would do the other way around. He would disguise his pounding on somebody pretty well and get a yellow for that. The second yellow for Rob was always descent. Always descent. <laughs> this is the first time I think I've ever seen a double descent yellow. And and for In the, the same space thing, of ten seconds, he threw his arm and waved him off, and then after getting the yellow card, threw his arm and waved him again. I, I yeah, actually here's think the th- it's it's bonehead. It's fucking boneheaded. Because if it was a yellow card 10 seconds ago, it's going to be a yellow card again. Uh, but also, I, I tend to agree with the desk on this one when they when they talked about it afterwards. Referee, don't pull out this fucking second yellow. Have have the, Be like, walk right up to him and go, you're done. Do it again. Second yellow's coming. Do it. Don't from, do it from, again. From a player's perspective, I can understand that. <clears throat> I, I would feel the same way. It's all part of the same argument. Right. So why are you carding me again? We're still having the same discussion. Yeah. But... From, I guess, a rules perspective or from the referee's perspective uh-huh. is you've done it once and I booked you for it. You then performed the exact same action again. Then why hasn't Bruno Fernandez received a double yellow yet this season? Why did they stop giving people fake yellows for brandishing fake cards? You know, it was... Well, I mean, there's no consistency. <laughs> Absolutely. And 100%. That's, that's, that's where I'm getting at. It's it, By the letter of the law, is it a double yellow? Of course it is. And the spirit of the game and the way things should go. God but we also can't no. hear what he's saying either. Sorry, Russ, by the way. You know what I'm saying? We already can't hear what he's saying regardless. Yeah, right. And you know what's a great description of this game? Mm-hmm. Until that 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 double yellow, until that red card, this game 
was was scripted by somebody that works in an HR department. Okay. You can't say anything anymore. You can't do anything anymore. Let's just everybody fucking have a nice run out at the park. Let's not trouble each other. Let's not do anything. Let's not make any jokes. Let's everybody just do what you got to do. Don't get drunk at the Christmas party. Rounding out the rest of the league in oh, so that happened. Tottenham 2, Forest nil. Everton 2, Burnley nil. Chelsea 2, Sheffield nil. Newcastle 3, Fulham nil. West Ham 3, Wolverhampton nil. Or oh, shutouts happened. Um, Spurs just have a fucking discipline problem, man. Yeah. They're looking like you when Arteta first took over the team. Yeah, no shit. Just constantly dumb yellows, dumb reds, mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Seems like somebody every fucking week is seeing red on that team, and they got a lot of injuries too. It's just not fucking smart. Yeah, and it's it's really sad for Forrest and for Steve Cooper uh, as well because – I haven't seen a team this relying on one player since Wilfred Zaha's Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. But they are a shell of themselves without a Wonyi. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. you look at you look at City and and what happened against Palace in the two two, or what happened against some of these other teams, or whatever. When when Holland's been out, they've still eked out a couple of wins in the Champions League. They've mm-hmm. still done some things. They've still scored a few goals. They've still Forest have done fuck all since a Wonyi got hurt. <clears throat> Yeah. They've done absolutely nothing. And this was every year when when um, Zaha would get hurt for Palace for five, six games or whatever it was, mm-hmm. slide down the table. And then he'd come back, and he'd rescue them, withdrawals and wins, and then they would be, you know, comfortably 11th again. <laughs> and if Spurs have a uh, discipline problem, Forrest apparently have a goalkeeping problem because you finally get Matty Turner in, and he fucks off on both of the goals. So the the one sentence I wrote about him, uh, so Kulisevsky had a really hard strike. I mean, he, he did that ball was at pace, but it's a save that a professional goalkeeper should be expected to make and not Gotta have make it. fucking make it. limp wrists. <clears throat> limp risk it. Gotta make that save, man. No, limp risk it. You're going to try to push that one, aren't you, Dad? Oh, you, want that, you want that to be show title? <laughs> it's yeah. good. No, no. No, 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 no. not going to happen. Kulisevsky no. broke stuff. <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> anyway, Matt Turner did everything he can to disparage Americans in the UK playing football. <laughs> this is what he was doing. It's just not good. The, the, the terrible and the, keeper, cl- and the keeper before, when he replaced Matt Turner, has looked like dog shit, too. Oh, yeah. But the terrible clearance, I mean, it was... What was that? Gave it straight to Kulisevsky to begin with. Gives the ball uh, uh, inside, receives the ball back, and then, again, it hit him in the hands. I don't care how hard it is, you, you should be expected to save that. At least knock it down in front of you when somebody scores on a rebound. It can't Horrible. go through your hands. It can't go through your hands. It was, it was absolutely pitiful. It looked can't. like he hadn't done a push-up in six weeks. Yeah, it can't. Um, oh, you, know you know what? The January transfer window is about to open. Time to give old Kaylor Navas a call again there, Ralph Forrest. No shit. Because old man Navas could fucking do it better well, than these two guys could. Guess who uh, member had his, his pay reduced and is still without a club? <clears throat> David De Gea. David De Gea. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that owner loves to throw money at problems. <laughs> um, I think he could get right in there. But uh, all in all, it was a comfortable day for Spurs. Yeah. Uh, you know, Other that than being just said, dumb cards. Pal- of the of the palace, uh, palace of the forest period of dominance, they rarely even troubled the Tottenham goal. Right uh, when they had their you know fifteen eighteen minutes of possession, 
they rarely troubled the goal at all. I mean, it was very smooth sailing for Tottenham in this game. Yeah, but also their next but opponent. But he's, he's Basuma. What a, what a, so th- this is the other thing I thought about, too, because the, the Christmas being on a Monday, mm-hmm. we have like a normal weekend of fixtures. Mm-hmm. We're forgetting, right? This is the time when everybody tries to get their cards so they could be off for Christmas. Right. And this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Look how many reds. Ben me hasn't been off for Christmas in 16 years. So it's you know what? Be off for Fuck Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Dallow, I'm going to head back to Portugal for the weekend. Well, and you could probably use Yves Basuma because you're about to play a team that loves the counterattack you to death, who has now got four wins and four fucking shutouts in a row. Oh, yeah. By the way, don't look now, everybody. England's number one leads the league in fucking shutouts. Everton are on fucking fire. And they didn't even play particularly well to beat Burnley. No, they did not play very well to beat Burnley. They went um, with three new guys at the back because of uh, suspensions and injuries. No problem. <laughs> Just moving right along. But this, so obviously there's been a lot of football congestion for the top eight teams mm-hmm. in the league with the you know European fixtures and, and everything else piling up. We're getting to that period. Like this, this weekend essentially screamed, if if anyone would ever listen, the Premier League needs a winter break. <laughs> yeah, the football this weekend was atrocious. It's not a good weekend. Of I didn't particularly care for this game as a whole. Oh, it was dog shit. It was. I mean, at once Everton went up two nothing. Honestly, on two poor defensive plays from from um, Burnley. They were able to just shut it down because Burnley wasn't doing anything to, to, no, to scare and them. Home, and at home as well. And I'm, I'm really getting concerned for Burnley. Oh, yeah. I don't think they'll be able to strengthen enough and pick up enough points. <clears throat> because even, you know, you got to look at, look at, excuse me, the people around you and what they're doing. And you've got, um, you've got Sheffield United the last couple of weeks have picked up a point here or there mm-hmm. or, or a win here or there. I think Burnley could really finish in dead last. Yeah. Now, you know, yeah. Sheffield United finishing 19th. They're still not getting out of it. But, right. <laughs> however, um, Luton's picking up points here or there. Mm-hmm. You know, Everton obviously have gone on their run. That's a lot of ground to make up it really for is. Burnley. It really is. And I just don't know where they're going to get it from because they can't score goals regularly. Uh, it's And... And Everton is, and they can't. Figured. They also can't keep the opposition out. They concede in like every fucking game. Right, right. Minus that Sheffield United game, they got what's the name sacked. You, they're conceding in every fucking game. It feels like. Mm-hmm. And and then for Everton, they seem to just they're not giving up any. Like four, first time since the '60s that Everton has won four straight with four shutouts. Again, you were talking about how Villa had their, you know, calendar year record. Yeah, just insane. And and honestly, going to Spurs, okay, Spurs, I dare you to fucking score. Like Everton's going to be ready for you. Like even in your building, it's, you're getting the wrong team at the wrong fucking time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It'll be fine. Christian Romero's there. He'll yeah. want to be off for Christmas for sure. Yeah. So Dominic Calvert-Lewin will probably suffer a season-ending injury. Right, exactly. Because Christian Mero will fucking murder him. Start Beto. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea should have scored more. They really should have scored Absolutely. more. I this, mean, they, they were at it for from it was, the off, really. They, it was they a nil-nil for this far game. too long yeah, in this match. Time. 77% of the ball, six shots on target for 15 overall, and two goals were only seven minutes apart. 
other than that, they were quite wasteful. Yeah. But Sheffield United didn't really show much. They were they were a little bit more organized. Um but they had nothing going forward again. Uh, all I was going to say about the Blades was it looks like at least they'll put up a fight. Yeah. Like, that's about what we can now say with it being Chris Wilder back. It's well, just which is gonna funny put up a because fight. last time we stopped talking about them for the last two months of the season because they didn't give a shit. Uh, yeah. it's The only person that cared was Aaron Ramsdale, <clears throat> yeah, if you remember. E- exactly. More injuries for Newcastle. This time, Fabian Sharon jo- and Joe comma Linton, if we call him by his government name. I. Uh, they just can't catch a fucking break, man. No, they can't. But really, this this all comes down to Roll's red card. And I kind of sat there, and my first reaction is what everybody's first reaction is. He pulled out of it. Why is it a red card? Well, because he was diving through the fucking air in the first place and realized, oh, wait, I need to make this work look less worse than it already is, or else I'm going to Bruce Lee karate kick this man in the head unless I turn around and hit him with my ass. Like, so <laughs> it was, it, I, I feel bad for Raul Jimenez in this instance. And as, an American and U.S. men's national team fan with the starting forward for the Mexicans for the last mm-hmm. however long, it kind of pains me to say it, but I do feel bad for him in the sense because was it Tom Kearney that had the ball at that point? I think, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. He looked like he was about to hoof it. So him and has jumped to block whatever long pass mm-hmm. Kearney was trying to make. Problem was, he did the old Mexican, my hips don't lie, <laughs> and turned it around and kept the ball on the ground. And then Raul Jimenez was already in the air. And what else are you going to do? It was like he was holding a gun at him and decided <laughs> last minute, I'm not going to shoot him and hit him with the butt of the gun instead. <laughs> Still assault. Still assault. <laughs> like, but when you look at the first thing, which is a gun pointed at somebody, you're like, oh, that's really bad. At least he didn't do anything. De- no. Still fucking assault. <laughs> like, my first reaction was like, oh, man, that's kind of hard. No. No. I mean, I, he I, lunged in. To go I feel I, the reason I feel bad for him is because we've all been there. We've all been done by somebody that drops a hip <clears throat> and a shoulder, right? Yep. We've all been done by somebody that's done that. And he just had it done to him. No. is the thing. But you know what? I, I I may boycott the festive fixtures. Okay. Okay? Because I don't think I want to live in a world where a surprise rim job is a red card. <laughs> if, if I put my ass there, you better stick your tongue out. Okay? This has been documented with you before. <laughs> Wow! Typically only, typically only on injury time. <laughs> and where would you find injury time, Mister? At Patreon.com forward slash DU Football Show. Remember how to do that? There, there you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. And uh, honestly, ultimately, this is where this is this is why the game ended up where it ended up. Once Fulham went down to ten men, Newcastle are going to be ruthless, even though they were only playing with about four and a half players on the pitch. It didn't matter. (laughs) They were going to find ways to score. And that's just what ultimately happened. And I think that Fulham was ultimately undone by the red card is what it really came down to. Well, they did luckily score some of the goals prior to the injuries Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Or at least prior to the forward players injury. Right. 
Um, and I told you, well, Raul Jimenez was back a month's goals, obviously, in recent weeks. Mm -hmm. Him going off kind of stuttered Fulham's attack, I think. Awobi had a good chance that he mm -hmm. that he uh, fluffed. But Oh, trust um, me, we're we're happy about that uh, over here in uh, Goodison for Tuesday's uh, quarterfinal League Cup match now. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet. The the form striker is now off. Is we'll, League Cup we'll this, is League Cup this Tuesday. week? Tuesday. Yeah. Fuck Tuesday. Off, man. The the football comes thick and fast, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I'm. Uh, this is wild. Mm hmm. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Good thing you'll have a week. You'll have a, a show off next week. It'll be okay. FIFA announced the Club World Cup. Did you see this? Yes, I did. Twelve European teams are going to be taking part. Mm hmm. So they basically just made a Super League. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what they just did. They undercut the G6. <laughs> and made a Super League. They made a Super League. It's pretty brilliant. They left four teams able to, uh, they can change out, mm -hmm. look like. And Arsenal wasn't included, you cunts. Mm. Huh. We're, we're elite. Huh. Go figure. <laughs> um, How many European competitions have you won? How many have you won? <laughs> More than you. How many? One. So we have two European Fairs Cup, I think, or Cup Winners Cup, maybe. Take that. <laughs> it's a very minor one, <laughs> but we still won it. I mean, we would have. We would and, have. Hey, you know what? It's more important than the McRib Trophy. I'll we, tell you that. So we West Ham can shut the fuck up. We would have won the European Championship uh, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, someone uh, across the park from us decided to riot a bunch in 1985. <laughs> Not bitter about that at all. Uh, the um, 80s. What a time. The Irons did what the Irons do, which is counter-attack you to death. And that first goal was indicative of exactly what you have to watch out for when you are playing fucking West Ham. I mean, Kudu struck it well, but I think Jose Saw gets to that ball. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. I think Jose Saw gets to that ball. I think that's unfortunate um, that he's injured at the moment, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Um, but what a great... Ball to, I mean, all three assists were from Paqueta. I was about to say, Paqueta with a hat trick of assists. But two of the 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 two balls to Kudus in particular were mm -hmm. phenomenal. Or Kudus, and then the second one might have been to Bowen. And no, because he had the assist. Yeah. The, the, the two passes to Kudus were excellent. Yep. Absolutely excellent. Completely opened the play. And the first the first one especially, he was so off balance, he ended up doing that weird, like, white guy on ice mm -hmm. from the ring doorbell camera that we're about to start getting overloaded on our Facebook feeds. Exactly. Can't wait. He was doing that after he played the pass because it was so, uh, so off balance. It was fantastic. It, it, he was great. He's, he's not very fast, but the work that he did to retain that ball and open the field up, draw players to him. And then, which created the space for kudos to run into. It's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal, and I don't know what the 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 uh, Wolves defense was doing mm -hmm. to, uh, besides ball watching. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like a, a you know a daring do dashing. You, do run you think that's a case Kudus. of them uh, just like Bennett played a couple of games at the end of last season? Do you? It could be. I I also wonder now. It's like they've got to hold on to Saw during January, and I know that there's some shouts from Saudi Arabia to it's give probably money. Some shouts from Manchester, like <laughs> just why, like. You got to hold on to Saw. You have to because your team, your team and your defense is completely different with him in the net. And yeah. I, 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 I still feel they're very comfortably safe. But this team could find themselves in a bit in a, a bit of a scrap and in fifteenth place and in a little trouble if they don't take care of that situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to Gary O'Neill, they'd be a championship club if it wasn't for the referees. So, fuck them. <laughs> 
your money. <sighs> City screwed me again. Yes, they did. So I said, uh, my thing says, seriously, City, fuck. Also, thanks. <laughs> because yeah. of them dropping points in the title race, obviously. Dort Spirek couple Which is losers. fine, and I will, as I said last season and did multiple times, I will gladly lose a bet so my club, uh, I sacrifice it for my club. Yep, makes so perfect fine sense. With me. Uh, so I am now down $247. Okay. But that's fine because I'll get out of it when I put uh, place my bet in uh, just a few moments. But what do you have going on there for you, sir? All right, I picked the winner, but I got the goals wrong. So my couple loser says, now Raya gets a shutout. <laughs> No, that goes into the cup of losers. Put that there. But that's all right, Graham, because I'm still in the black. I am at $61. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Did you know, Mr. Graham, nice round number. 25% of the time, it works 100% it always, of the time. It always happens once a season. <laughs> you get a nice, round, succinct number. Um, Give me the El Gatwico, baby. On Thursday, Brighton to win and over two and a half total goals at plus 208. You do know mm -hmm. Dean Henderson, Mel's Dean Henderson, is back between the sticks. Uh-huh. Yeah. At Crystal Palace after his permanent move from In, Forest. Is it? Is it? Mel's Dean Henderson. She loves Dean Henderson. Uh, or is he, it Nicole's, Nicole's Dean Henderson? Oh, it's Nicole's? Nicole's? I thought it was yours. I no, thought no, you I liked echoed. Heaton. Heaton was who I liked before. Oh, you like Tom way, Heaton. Yeah, way yeah, okay. back, you know. All right. They're essentially the same yeah. person and to it, me. And it's Dean Smith that's now the coach of Charlotte FC. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I know that. You didn't find him attractive, though. He's, no, he's like just, Sam's age. I was just, you know, finding an excuse to tell people that Dean Smith is now... Dean Smith is now coaching Charlotte. That's it. Yeah, no. So I, I forgot. I, I guess I conflated that memory. Yeah. Because I thought you echoed Nicole's oh, sentiment. No. Just Nicole. No. Okay. I remember to put booze in the car. I'm sorry. I was just talking over here. Don't worry about me. You're good, Sam. You do your thing. I haven't had a day off in three months. <laughs> okay. You you haven't worked for three months this year. You want to? Uh, I hit my fucking numbers. Did you? Your number was like seven. Yeah, I still fucking hit it. I hit your number for you in March, you cut. I hit my number. Fuck you, bro. You only hit your number because I hit it for you. And John. And now, Billy. it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. I like to call that motivation. Uh, he titled this one Christmas Miracle. Also, he did. tell me I don't take care of my girls. Daddy makes sure the girls in the corner get paid. Well... Maybe not, because, well, you had a gift card to Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Let's start yeah. there yeah. first. Big pimpin'. <laughs> Secondly, and I'm sure he wore his fur, too, didn't he? Mm -hmm. With his toes out. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Secondly, Mel jumped and almost hit her head on the wall because you've knocked your phone over. Mm -hmm. So clearly something's going on here. Got to keep her in check. <laughs> uh, anyway, he titled this one Christmas Miracle. Uh, and I quote, another week. And another loss. I'm down 1500 and I'm hoping on a Christmas miracle this week. I'll take a three-game parlay with some favorites and hope that everything plays out as it should. I'll take Villa over Sheffield, Newcastle over Luton, and Tot if they can even field their team, and Tottenham over Everton. That pays out at $250 on a $100 bet. You guys have a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk next week. Yeah, well, we'll talk good. on Sunday there, Chief. Yeah. Yep, it'll be Sunday. Yep. And he's off Monday, so he should stay up and uh, call us. Yeah, very good. Actually, if he was dedicated. 
or remembers to do it. Okay. Well, I'll have a conversation with them. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, the Luton one I've also included in mine, and I'm mm-hmm. nervous because Newcastle might not be able to field a team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Look, if they, they do, managed, they may have an average age score, of 17. They managed to score three goals with uh, four and a half men in their uh, match against Fulham. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I've got. This week's going to be different. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. <clears throat> Villa to win, and they're to be over two and a half goals in that game. So do okay. the same thing you did, essentially. Uh, double chance, West Ham or a draw with Manchester United mm-hmm. at the London Stadium. Newcastle to beat Luton at Kenilworth Road. I think an away win is is probably on the cards. They'll be used to that cauldron-like atmosphere. The problem is, is will they be able to field a fucking team mm-hmm. of players that have done more than play in the U18 Premier League? <laughs> uh, and then Tottenham to beat Everton. Because Tottenham at home are a bit different than Tottenham on the road, and they are starting to get a little bit healthier. Uh, so Not I think they good will, gambling. I think they will have something about them and a point to prove uh, that Paul Stokoglu should win a third manager of the month award, <laughs> or fourth maybe Terrible now. Terrible with money. Uh, that pays me out on a $100 bet at plus 555 U.S. American currency. So Grammy folding. I will be well back into the black should I win that. Oh, that's good. You know who's always in the black and kicking ass? The chicken. (laughs) Well, Kitty seems to get things right with Chelsea, and she sits at 10 and 5. So this week, I gave Kitty Arsenal traveling to Anfield to face Liverpool. Now, Kitty showed me a picture of her and Arsene Wenger and Kenny Dalglish. Dalglish. That's what I said. Yeah. Showing an afternoon tea together. Now, uh, Arsene used to manage Arsenal and Kenny managed the Reds, so... I just called your old famous manager Ars. (laughs) Arsene? I heard Arsene. 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 There's no N. And they were enjoying an afternoon an tea, e. not sh- an afternoon tea. It should be A-R-S-E-N-E. Mm. Well, here's what I know. Kitty is picking a draw. So when my Villa beats Sheffield on Friday, Villa will go into the Christmas top of the table. And here's a fun fact for you kids at home. I'm going to do that move. Come closer. Come closer. Nine out of the 12 years, the team that was first on Christmas Day won the league. Look look at her doing a TikTok bit. The recent history would suggest the team that's top on Christmas doesn't win the league. <gasps> we are who already. Would that, who, who would that be that was on top of the league at Christmas last year? My boys. How did it go for you last year? <laughs> are already, I'm just pointing out stats. I'm not, I'm not talking anything else. I'm just saying we are already ahead of where Lester was in 2016. So nine out of the last 12 years, what you said? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Those are just facts. Well, you know, it's also interesting. That's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Mr. Graham, any parting words? Yeah. If you're ever at a stadium, <clears throat> don't double down with the guy being a cunt. Yeah. Uh, because I am going to re-mention uh, the person that was being rude to Ollie Watkins. Um Ollie Watkins came out afterwards, obviously, and said that it was personal. It was not normal, like, football banter. It was um, not racial either. Well, that's yeah. exactly my point, was 
you think of your traditional guns, and it's usually homophobia, racism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It usually falls into a couple of bags. But there are people that are absolutely horrible to other individuals mm-hmm. that don't fall into any of the ists categories yeah. mm-hmm. um, uh, or <clears throat> phobia categories. And that's still abhorrent behavior. Just because you bought a ticket doesn't mean you get to say what you want. They're still human beings, yeah. on the, uh, even though they're professional athletes. Mm-hmm. Now, people have referenced, uh, you know, the the good side, you know, kind of the traditional chance of your shit and you know you are and mm-hmm. some of those things, right? And um, I, th- I can't remember who said it to James Madison, but basically um, Gareth Southgate thinks you're shit as mm-hmm. he was about to take a corner. Uh-huh. And then he stepped up to the corner. He moved the ball outside of the quadrant on purpose uh-huh. and then purposely missed his kick and then they all just went like all right he got us back you know kind of thing that's you know those kind of traditional it's not personal right Mm -hmm. whatever this guy was saying whether it it be like just once or twice or three times apparently it was all the whole fucking game it was and it was it was yeah and yes he's a professional athlete yes he you know should do better blah 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 he's still a motherfucking human being y'all and I thought he handled the situation properly. Yeah. I mean, so there are people that haven't in the past. Nope. Eric Cantona. Eric you Dyer. know what? He didn't pull, try to pull that move. No. Exactly right. He restrained himself uh, from doing that. And uh, there was a story recounted today, as I heard other people speak about this incident, um, where Vinnie Jones was being given abuse the entire you know, game by somebody, basically. And Vinnie Jones was known for properly fucking taking people out mm-hmm. and uh there was something happened where the ball went to the crowd and vinnie jones was typecast as an actor for a reason in all of the hundred uh, <laughs> percent but in he, all the guy Ritchie movies the guy was like not giving the ball back to him and he came over to take the throw in and the the guy like yelled something at him like why don't you know do whatever it was uh-huh. uh, you know something just being a, a dickhead to him personally and vinnie jones just looked at him and was like okay can i have the ball please and the guy just like shrunk, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of, oh, he doesn't care about me. Yeah, he just doesn't like, not give a shit. Right. Vinnie Jones, you know, basically in that moment by not doing anything or by just treating him like a piece of shit, you know, whatever. It's like my life is infinitely better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> and you're you're the one showing up here yelling at another grown ass man that I'm, you know can beat your ass. I'm, I'm a professional footballer. Yeah. You're wearing a professional footballer's name on your back. Right. Exactly. Shut up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Exactly right. Um, and again, just not, you know, it's outside of the realms of normal banter. Just, you know, stand up for people and don't, don't double down with the cunt that does it. Yeah. Just let them know just to shut up because there's always that dickhead that, that will be hurling abuse at somebody. And the second an athlete takes, takes offense to it or gives them the finger, does something goes, Hey, my kid's here. It's like, what have you been saying for the last 40 minutes? You dickhead. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't hide behind that. It, it's just, just stand up for people. There, There's a way to talk shit and be okay with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and this just isn't it. And basically, it's about, uh, my mind, my general rule of thumb is it's about control. If you can control it, it's fair game to make fun of. Mm-hmm. If you can't control it, it's not. Very good. Very good. And also, um... Uh, Joey Barton, stop with the whataboutism on Twitter. Mm. Seriously, dude, just 
don't, don't. Just not even worth recapping. Just Joey Barton. Stop it. Fucking, you just want to walk up to him and smack him in the head and go, fucking stop it. Because he made one good point at the beginning of it. And then, and then just, he just devolved into just everything else. Fucking stop it. All right. So thank you very much for joining us, boys and girls. Next up is injury time where we chat fantasy. We check in on the ibs and we talk about the beers we've been drinking. And of course, we also have the EFL show coming up as well. We're going to check in on the rest of the football league. Sammy, should somebody want to find injury time? How do they go about doing it? One last time for you. I'm going to stick my leg out and hope the taxi of the larger listening community pays their $5 and goes to patreon.com forward slash DU football show and signs up. Up to that one glorious tier uh, that we have as a friend of DU Football Show for five bucks, and you get all the extra content. It's a, a wonderful time. Fantastic! You everybody. got a taste of it at the beginning of this feed, by the way. <laughs> um, it wasn't the whole story. There's a lot more in it. About mm. what was it, Mel? 12, 13 minutes, hmm. at least. Yeah, something like that at the beginning. Where uh, that's only for the Patreon. But Merry Christmas! We gave you about seven free minutes. Until next week, everybody. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye and drink your rye Sam Houston Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam Right day, the fucking Gooner Graham Smoke of a lord, look straight in shorts Sam Grammy Sam Graham Fucking new button!